Hello everyone, we have a big title match today between Dan Merle and Ethan Irwin. This is their fourth meeting, third time in a title match. The stakes could not be higher because Dan Merle and the Dungeon are trying to stay atop the faction rankings, while Ethan Irwin and the usual suspects could use a big win here today as they are surging up the rankings. Dan Merle and Ethan Irwin again are 2-1 in the head-to-head -head matchup. Dan Merle leads that two games to one. Ethan Irwin has only beat Dan Merle in a three-round matchup, never in their previous two title matches. Will Dan Merle add another win to that column, or will Ethan Irwin even up the series by taking the belt off of Dan Merle's shoulders? We're going to find out today in this historic matchup between two titans of the game. Before we get into what these two players have done head-to-head -head in their previous three matchups, let's take a look at where they stand career-wise. Dan Merle has a record of 18-6 with 8 knockouts, an accuracy rate of 83%, a PPE rate of 76% while averaging 21 points per game. When we look at Ethan Irwin, he has a record of 15 wins and 6 losses with 5 knockouts to his name, an accuracy rate near 86%, and a PPE rate of almost 82% while averaging 21 points per game as well. So let's break down what both of these players look like in rounds 1 and 2 for their career. Dan Merle in the first round he has a career accuracy rate of 84% and he has had a perfect round 6 times in the first round hitting the bonus 5 times. Ethan Irwin on the other hand he has an accuracy rate of 88% and he is 5 for 5 on the bonus question. In round 2 for Dan Merle he has a career accuracy rate of 84% while earning 74% of his available points and he also has 2 perfect second rounds. Ethan Irwin, on the other hand, one of the best players to ever play a second round. He has a career accuracy rate of 88% while earning 84% of his available points. And he has the all-time record for most perfect second rounds with 8. When you do break it all down to accuracy, to PPE, and points per game, here is where Dan Merrill and Ethan Irwin stack up against each other. Right now, Ethan Irwin does have the edge in accuracy rate over Dan Merrill rate of 83% to Dan Merrill's 82%. When you look at PPE, Dan Merrill again trails in this category ever so slightly to Ethan Irwin. He has 72% PPE rate. Dan Merrill has a PPE rate of 71%. And when you look at points per game, because Dan Merrill does have the edge two games to one, Dan Merle is averaging 23 points per game, while Ethan Irwin is averaging 22.3 points per game. The margin between them is razor thin. Each match, aside from that TKO, these past two title matches Ethan Irwin and Dan Merle have played have been extremely tight. Some interesting facts to note about this historic matchup between Dan Merle and Ethan Irwin. Then neither Dan Merle or Ethan Irwin have ever correctly answered a five-point question. I think that might be the most stunning stat of all. And that has led to them going into sudden death in the digital age in which Dan Merle was victorious. But when you do look in rounds one and two, the betting round and speed round, Ethan Irwin has actually outscored Merle in those rounds seven out of ten times. I think that's a staggering stat. Will Ethan Irwin be able to capitalize on all of these good numbers and finally put it together to deliver a W? Time will tell because Dan Merle is one of the greatest, if not the greatest player of all time. As we get closer to the start of this matchup, let's also remember that Dan Merle has way more experience in singles title matches than Ethan Irwin. Dan Merle is playing in his 16th title match today. Currently has a record of 11-4 in his previous title matches, while Ethan Irwin, he's playing in his fourth title match today with a previous record of one win and two losses. Dan Merle has defended the belt each time he has won it. He has six total defenses overall, but every time he has won the title back as a five-time champion, he has defended it at least once in each reign. He's trying to do it again here today. Will he do it? We'll have to find out as Ethan Irwin and Dan Merle go head-to-head -head once again.
Voices, ladies and gentlemen. And man, you hear that energy, you feel it, you better feel it because we are at the Scum and Villainy Cantina in Hollywood, California for the big title match, Irwin versus Merle Four. Woo! Yeah! I was gonna say, partner, Hollywood Boulevard is right out there and inside, that is where the legends reside. The stars of stage and screen, or at least the trivia about stars of stage and screen is gonna happen in this cantina and it is the fourth time. Merle, Irwin. Meeting head-to-head, -head, so much excitement, all of our pay-per-view audience around the world watching with a great audience here live in studio. That's them, they're fed, they're a little liquored up, they're ready to go, as maybe you are too. But before we get to the match breakdown at Steph, we have a super special guest that is with a super special interviewer. It's the great Steph Sabra. Steph, who are you talking to? Give it up for JC, FCL Star Wars champion. Not only the FCL Star Wars champion, but the owner of this wonderful cantina that I will be living at now moving forward. JC, how's it been being involved in the MTS and the FCL champion? I mean, I love it. I feel like if Scum and Villainy had an official sport, it would be MTS. And hopefully, if MTS had an official bar, it would be Scum and Villainy Cantina. I think that is definitely what is happening right now because this is where MTS should definitely live. But uh, what is it like now incorporating the MTS in this cantina and now seeing these matches go down? I mean, we love to celebrate everything pop, pop culture here and that's what MTS does, except it's competitive and I'm like the most competitive person I've ever met in my life so sitting here watching you guys do the show like it's it's heaven but you call yourself the Gungalorian you got to show off the shirt yeah repping it to the day uh, but now I want to talk about scum and villainy and what what was the how did it even start because being in here is every nerd's dream and I'm sure and it all started with you yeah, I mean, think about it. How many times have you, as a baseball fan or a football fan, walked into the local sports bar and you find the guy wearing the Patriots jersey or the Raiders jersey? And, and pop culture fans have never had that. So I wanted to create a place for people to go where when you're wearing a, a Firefly t-shirt, you can go and you can find your person and you can talk about weird statistics and, and all the little minutia that uh, people love that are into pop culture the way that some people are into uh, athletic sports. And for the people watching at home, how can they get here? How can they be a part of this? Hollywood Boulevard. We're open seven days a week at 6 p.m. Heck yes. Well, JT, thank you so much, and thank you for having us at this wonderful cantina. Yeah, we'll see you guys again soon. How about that? One more time for JC Reifenberg, ladies and gentlemen. The reason we are here tonight, he is the FCL Star Wars champion. And before we move on, and we're going to talk about this match, I also would like to give a lot of love and support to our great, our own, Jen Sturger, we are with you. We cannot wait for you to get better. We're here for you, Jen. So Jen Sturger, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Jen Sturger. The best and brightest, Jen Sturger, we love you. I'll drop off more creation soon. All right, so we are getting into this match. It's one big match here on the pay-per-view, and these guys, Mark, they have such a history, such a story past. When you look at, the last time Dan Merle was in a singles tournament was back in 2018. That's when and Ethan Irwin, big time, was going on his run. They faced in the tournament, and Ethan Irwin TKO'd Dan Merle. Ooh, did that happen? That happened. We couldn't believe that it happened, and it happened, and Ethan Irwin went on to win the championship in his rookie season. They thought, oh, this is the beginning of the new legacy. Well, Dan Merle came back from a, from a layoff, comes back to New York, takes the title away from Ethan Irwin. That was their second matchup. In their third matchup, in the digital era, they were playing. Dan was champion again, and in order to defend it, he played against Ethan Irwin. He beat Ethan Irwin in sudden death in the digital age. Now Ethan is on this tear again. Can Ethan take away the title from Dan, or is Dan, who has never been the champion and not defended, he, and all of his been champion five times. This is his fifth reign. If he beats Ethan tonight, 
This is yet another reign that he defends the championship. Can Ethan be the first person to take that claim away from Dan? This would be an exciting matchup if we were playing in some park in Dayton, Ohio, but we're actually here live in front of a studio audience broadcast around the world for a pay-per-view event unlike any other, and for a closer look as to how we got here. Not that you didn't do a great job explaining it. We have video evidence. I was retired and people were trying to scare me with Ethan Irwin. Look, to be able to take on the best is incredibly exciting for me. I don't get to play for the belt this year. That's fine. I still have another shot to play for it uh, next season. Season's not done and I'm still ready to play. Dan Merle has never lost a number one contender match. Well, Dan Merle has never lost an opportunity while going for the championship. Four times four times champion. He beat Mark Riley the first time he played for it. He beat Riley and Roca the second time. And the third time he beat Irwin. And then he beat his now partner, Ben Bateman, for that fourth one. So it would be an unprecedented five times if he can do it here today. And your winner! Dan Merle, once again, he's a five-time movie trivia Schmodown champion. The dungeon is doing exactly what they set out to do. I have a faction that understands who I am. They understand how I play. Today has proven anything. It's that the dungeon has taken what I was and bumped it up a few notches. Do you prove that you really know how to play this game? This is a loss that doesn't hurt because who better to lose that title to than that man? Arguably one of the greatest of all time. We had the first match that happened, and now we had the second match. I would not be surprised if we had the third match. Still! This time, I, I feel like I can hold my head higher than before, actually. I feel good about everything that happened in it. So I, I don't really have any regrets in, in things that I did in here. It's all been leading to this, hasn't it? Ethan Irwin versus the GOAT. Ethan Irwin has been having, in my humble opinion, his best season ever. Big time defeats prime time. One point win and two points to go to the usual suspects. I know what a victory like this is going to mean, not just for the faction point-wise, but for the morale. We'll see how I play against Irwin. I have a tremendous amount of respect for him in the world, and in the Schmodown, he's just another building block to my legacy. Greater and greater and greater. And that's how I have to treat him. And Bateman. Bill Goldberg. And your winner. Big time. Ethan Irwin. So here we are again. My annual match against Dan Merle. Ethan Dan 4, which will be... Uh, those matches are always crazy. crazy. Every time that Ethan has played in a singles championship match, it's been against Dan Merle, who in every single one of his four reigns has defended the title once. Dan is the GOAT before I ever entered this league, long after we're all gone. But I feel like I've been having a heck of a year. I beat Oyama. I beat Bateman. Deception. I've got momentum. Is that going to be enough to carry me all the way? I guess we're going to find out. The man is locked in right here today. The way Ethan Irwin has been playing, there is no one I would rather have my money on, even against greatest of all time Dan Merle, than Ethan Big Time Irwin. Dan, whatever happens, I'm coming for you. It's going to be great. Well, there you go. You see the history. I was telling you the truth. There's so much there. And you look at the run of what Ethan Irwin has been doing this year. The guy has just been on fire. He's got an Inner Geekdom match coming up in just a couple of days in the tournament, the Inner Geekdom tournament. He is playing in teams with his partner, Lightning Liz, Shannon Miller, and they are doing well. Dan Merle is always doing well in singles, has had a rocky road in teams so far, but is still Dan Merle. Listen to these records for the, what they both have. Hit me. Dan Merle is 18 and six Woo! with eight knockouts. 
Ethan Big Time Irwin is 15 and six with five knockouts. These are two of the best players we have ever seen, and they're gonna clash here today. I cannot wait. I ran into a guy just a little while ago, first time. At the you ran out. into a guy. Just ran into him, shoulder blocked him wow. into the bar. And and when he got up, he said, oh man, I've never been here before. And he got up and this is the first time that he had been to it. And I said, what a match you are seeing for your first time here to see two of the greats play today. It's his first time, but both these competitors have competed in a schmodown over 20 times each. I've never done anything in my life over 20 times, except for that one thing that you can figure out what it is at home. This is gonna be an all time great matchup featuring two very spry managers as well. They really care about their coaching Craft. And you were going to say watching Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Great. All right, Mark, are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia Shmona! Good, good crowd here today. Five rounds for the movie trivia Shmodown Championship of the World. And there it is, there is the music for the suspects and the music for the challenger. He's been waiting for this title shot. He got a title shot last year, Mark, and now he gets a chance to retake the title. And what a way to do it when he's playing as hot as he is. That's right, he was in either Ohio or Hawaii, depending on who you believe, now back and in here the state he comes. Here he comes, there's Sam Levine, his manager, and Lashana Miller, I believe his partner, and Paige Provetti is there, and oh, there he is, wow. there he is big time. Introducing first, the challenger, representing the usual suspects with a record of 15 wins, six defeats, and five knockouts. He is the former movie trivia schmodown champion of the world, Ethan, Ethan, Very jovial, dancing, he's in a good mood today. He's ready, he's ready. What, I mean, he's been playing just unbelievable and now we await the champion. There's the music. Unmistakable music of one competitor. Strikes fear into the hearts of their opponents. It scares me and I'm not even playing. I'm announcing and I'm terrified. And you know, you've seen it so many different times. Don't go in the water. We await the great Dan Merle as he is coming in with, we believe, a few this fashion partner, Ben Bateman. You hear this music, you are indeed going to need a bigger boat. And here he comes. There is the great Dan Merle. He's there and he's got the title. There is the champion as he walks in. He's got some support too. And his opponent representing the Dungeons with a record of 18 wins, six defeats, and eight knockouts. He is the former movie trivia photon team champion and the reigning, defending, undisputed five-time movie trivia Modern champion of the world, dangerous Dan Merle. There is Dan Merle with the title, the championship belt, and a lot of respect to both Ethan and Dan. They've been here before. No bad blood, just a lot of respect. They both have hoisted that belt. Dan, before we do the rules, got to ask you, how's that belt do at TSA? Anybody ask you some funky questions about what the hell it is? I'm not going to joke with you. Uh, I almost had to check it because they thought it was a deadly weapon. <laughs> In some I'm, circles, I'm, it could be. They, In your they, hands, it is. They asked me if I was bringing a saw onto the plane. I'm 100% serious. <laughs> he might be bringing a saw to the match today, but Ethan, I'm sure he has some sort of garage tools that he can counter that with. And so it's going to be an even fight here today, a fair match. And now for the rules of round number one. It's a championship. Five round matchup, but round one's gonna feel like a normal run-of-the-mill match because eight questions from eight different corners of movie trivia schmodown know-how will be asked to the field of competition. Questions are worth one point, no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have about 15 seconds to get that cracked answer written down as best you can. 
Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to the audience, to us, to the camera, and if you can do us a solid and just make sure that both managers can see what you wrote down as well. So it's gonna take a tour around the world. Once it does, we will award points as we see fit. I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. You're not sure you heard a question right, you wanna repeat the question, or you just like saying the cute little guy's name, use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge. You may utilize at any point throughout the five round match. We'll bring in managers, we'll hear all arguments, and it will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. And when I say manager, I mean Sam and Kaiser or whoever the hell Kaiser wanted to manage today. That appears to be Adam Witt. Hello, Adam. Do the like Adam Wick. All right. So we asked the champion first. Are you ready? I am so ready. And the challenger. Always be closing. Then let's get ready to Jimona. You feel it? You feel that vibe? Yeah, round number one. Question number one. Gentlemen, we're going to start with action adventure. Which film in the Mission Impossible franchise features supporting performances from Michelle Monaghan, Ving Rhames, and Lawrence Fishburne? Big, big matchup here. Got my haircut for the event. This haircut is called The Gym Was Out of Shampoo This Morning. It looks accurate. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. We start with Dan Merle. Mission Impossible 3. Yes, and Ethan. Uh, Mission Impossible 3. Got it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. There it is. Question two. All right. Your next question is in the category of new releases. Not the blockbuster section, but new releases in the last 12 to 18 months. And the query. This 2021 film follows Denzel Washington as a sheriff who teams up with Rami Malek as they look for a serial killer who's terrorizing Los Angeles. Good God, that's right outside. <laughs> Do we have security? Uh, five. No, that's not five. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's a quick count. It's a quick one. I can't see the clock. And you got a dentist appointment? Five, four, three. No, I'm going to keep in good condition. Two, one. <laughs> pens down. And we start with Ethan. The little things. Yes, Dan. The little things. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we've got ourselves at the moment. It is 2-2 two, two as we get to our next question. Here it is. Question number three, Black Cinema. Which actress appears in the films Ray, Django Unchained, and Miracle at St. Anna? I'm always a little nervous critiquing movies when Ethan is competing, because I'm know. not sure if he produced it. Or wrote them. Five. Does he do that too? Yes. God, Four, is there anything he does three, do? two, one. Pens down. And we start with Dan Merle. Kerry Washington? Yes, and Ethan. Kerry Washington. That's it. All right, your next category is in the world of mystery movies. And the question, this 2000s satirical dark comedy mystery from director Robert Altman stars Michael Gambon, Maggie Smith, and Charles Dance. Do Charles Dance's friends call him Chuck, or do they get executed for attempting it? No, I think he's all right with Chucky, actually. I wouldn't fight. Four, three, two, one. Pens down, and we start with Ethan Irwin. Gosford Park. Yes, Dan. Gosford Park. We're tied up. <laughs> we knew this is exactly what we were going to get with these two guys, and now we get to question five, famous actors and actresses. Which actor appeared in the films The Ghost and the Darkness, Deja Vu, and The Missing? Right, just based on titles alone, yeah. which one of those movies you walking into? Mm, I'll remind you, there's both Ghost five, and Darkness in one four, of them. Three, I'll answer later. Two. Repeat the question. Uh, first one. <laughs> which actor appeared in the films The Ghost and the Darkness, Deja Vu, and The Missing. Still decide. No, I just Roger that. I'm ignoring you. And five. Fair. Four. Stop it there. Three, two, one. Pens down. And we start with Dan Merle. 
said Val Kilmer. Yes, Ethan. Did not have it. Ethan didn't have it. Dan gets first blood. Dan strikes first blood. And question six. Question six is in the category of, oh, I love it, comedies. Oh, I just missed it so much. Your question for a point. This 1980s comedy featuring Steve Gutenberg, Marion Ramsey, and Bubba Smith featured the tagline, just don't call them when you're in trouble. Is the answer the Finstock Exchange? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know that Val Kilmer documentary by our so buddy good. Andrew Freed. It's amazing. Definitely Five, not one to miss. Four, three, two, one. Hands down, and we start with Ethan. Police Academy. Yes, Dan. Police Academy. All right, so look at that. So six five, six five is the answer. Excuse me, is the score at the moment as we get to question seven. Champion up by one. Martial arts films. This 1990s Jackie Chan film, directed by Stanley Tom, also co-stars Michelle Yeoh and follows Chan as he attempts to infiltrate a drug cartel. Favorite of uh, Police Academy? I'm a Mission Miami Beach guy. First one, but the second one, the Bobcat, is actually really entertaining. Bobcat's great. Five, four, three, two, one. Hands down, and we start with Dan. Super Cop? Yes, and Ethan. Super Cop. All right, so Dan Merle has the lead. Question eight, if Dan Merle gets this correct, he will have a perfect first round and we'll get a bonus. If he doesn't, then we'll move on to round two. Erwin currently trailing by one. The final question in round number one is in the category of fantasy science fiction. Perfect for this bar. Your question. <laughs> Matthew Broderick and Michelle Pfeiffer star in what 1985 medieval dark fantasy from director Richard Donner? All right, so. The late great. Dan Merle aiming, trying to get a, a perfect round here. Then yeah, bonus question could loom large. Could. Extra point possibility. Five, four, three, two, one. Bends down, please. And we start with Ethan. Lady Hawk. Yes, and Dan. Lady Hawk. Perfect round for Dan Merle. So, they're so smart, they even got the E on the end of Lady Hawk. Unusual spelling. All right, Dan, this is for you and only you. You just have to answer, you don't have to write it down. Are you ready, sir? Yes. Here you go. Which actor appears in the films Earthquake, Charade, and JFK? Five, four. Walter Matthau? One more point for Dan Merle. That is correct. Tough, tough bonus question. Merle doesn't blink and brings a two-point lead into round number two. This is the wheel round. The wheel of fate, doom, and justice. Possibly championship-level justice will be levied. Oh, by the way, it's here. There's an actual wheel. I'm so excited. Two points per question. If you need multiple choice to get that correct answer, we'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question recedes to one. Multiple choice, very valuable in round number two because stealing is also available. If you miss a question, your competitor can pick up points. Spinning first or deferring will be Dan Murrow. It's your option, champ. What would you like to do? I will defer. Ethan is up. All right, so Ethan Irwin will be spinning that wheel. All righty, here we go. Wow. Whoa! Ethan missed that wheel. Oh, it feels good. Feels good. The sweet caress of Ethan Irwin has given way to a hulking spin. Yeah, that wheel has not seen Ethan in a little bit. There Smoke it is. Smoke if you got back him. around. And where is it going to go? It's going to remix. And, oh, no. The nope. 70s. 70s. 70s it is. All right. That's the 1970s, Ethan. That is right. 70s. That was Ethan that that happened to. Yeah. Right? They yeah. have about 50 seconds left to make their decision. They can spin again. Opponents and spinners' choice not on the wheel no. per the champ's desire. Champ. That's right. That is an option that the champion has yeah. inside of all champions. Yeah, let's keep it. Keep Gonna it. keep it. All right. So we're going 70s. Ethan Irwin is going 70s. All right, Ethan, you're gonna get four questions in the realm of 1970s. Are you ready, sir? I am. Al Pacino plays Sonny 
a man who attempts to rob what type of establishment in the film Dog Day Afternoon? Uh, it is a bank. Yes, sir. Two points. <laughs> Ethan, what name does Alex use to refer to his group of thugs in A Clockwork Orange? I believe they are the Droogs. Yes, sir. Two more points. And that gives Ethan his first lead of the ball game. Merle's still perfect, but Ethan with a two-point advantage. Ethan, third question. The 1971 coming-of-age drama, The Last Picture Show, takes place in what U.S. state during the 1950s? Texas. Correct. Got his way through that one, and Ethan remains perfect in round two. All right, here you go, Ethan. Final question. Which actress won Oscars for her performances in the 70s films, Women in Love and A Touch of Class? I'm gonna go with multiple choice on that one. Is it A, Glenda Jackson, B, Jill Clayburgh, C, Maggie Smith, D, Ellen Burstyn? D, Ellen Burstyn. Is incorrect. Dan, for the steal, I'm gonna give you the question and read you the multiple. Which actress won Oscars for her performances in the 1970s films, Women in Love and A Touch of Class? Is it A, Glenda Jackson, B, Jill Clayburgh, C, Maggie Smith, D, Ellen Burstyn? A, Glenda Jackson. For one point, that's Dan Merle. Yeah. Big, cool. big steal. By Dan Merle. Not enough people naming their kids Glenda these days, but it comes through big. And now it's a three-point lead for Ethan. Now Dan Merle gets his spin at the wheel. All right, so Dan Merle with 10 points and Ethan with 13. So Dan, should he have a nice wheel route, could get himself a sizable lead. But these are championship questions right now, and three points to separate them at the moment. I'm telling you, it's a great name. I don't know what happened to Glenda. All right, now the champion will spin. Champ, give it a spin. All right. All right, here he goes. Now he says hi to the wheel. And he gives it a mighty spin. He does indeed. And he's looking to get himself a sizable lead if he finds something he likes. Yep. But, and he didn't put opponent's choice on there, so he's got an opportunity. And round and round it goes. And we are looking at... Is it gonna be Stephen King or director? Directors. Directors, so now they're going to confer. Both him seconds. and Adam Witt are going to confer at the moment. And if there were any cobwebs on that wheel, Ethan and Dan Spin shook them off. They're trying to figure out exactly if this is the category that Dan should take. Regardless, I like that picture of Stephen King that we chose. Yeah, I did too. There's a lot of great pictures on that wheel. Because I also love books. Do I read them? No, but I love them. We appreciate them. I like listening I'm take, to I'm going to take another shot at it. I'm going to take another shot. Happen. All right, Dan's going to spin away from directors, and there's the spin by Dan Merle. Whatever Dan right. gets here, he is going to have to choose. Unless it lands on 70s, then he will spin again. And somewhere the virtual wheel just ordered another double. And looking at... It's directors, directors. again! That's it. Going to get directors. All right. All right, Dan Merle, it is your opportunity to answer some questions around number two. You, you spun directors. Mark, four questions. I'd directors. say it's a fairly broad category, Dan. Literally every movie ever has had a director. Welcome to singles. And now we have four questions about some of those movies. For two points, unless you need multiple choice, your first one. Spike Lee was nominated for his first Best Director Academy Award for which film? Five. Four. I'll take multiple choice, please. All uh, right, your four options for a point. Is it A, Black Klansman, B, Do the Right Thing, C, Malcolm X, or D, 25th Hour? C, Malcolm X. That is incorrect. So for a one-point steal, Ethan, we're going to repeat the question and the options. Spike Lee was nominated for his first Best Director Academy Award for which film? A, Black Klansman, B, Do the Right Thing, C, Malcolm X, 
or D, 25th hour? Is it Black Klansman? Final answer? Final answer. Is correct, it is Black Klansman. <laughs> Cannot believe it took that long for Spike to get his first nomination. All right, here's the next question for Dan Merle. 14 to 10, Dan trails by four. He can make up two of those points with this next question if it's correct with the answer. Which 2017 film did Catherine Bigelow direct, which starred John Boyega? Detroit. Big year for the Lions, possibly. That is correct for two points. And now Dan Merle can tie the lead of big time if he hits his penultimate question in the category of directors. How many times did the Russo brothers direct Chadwick Boseman? Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question, please. First one. All right, categories directors, the question. How many times did the Russo brothers direct Chadwick Boseman? Three. Is a correct answer. Dan Merle hits that. So, tie ball game. Tie ball game. So, Dan Merle has an opportunity to take his lead back should he get this question correct. And it is in the category of directors once again. Here it is. Steven Soderbergh directed Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, and Daniel Craig in which 2017 film? Logan Lucky. Fun movie, and it's also right for two points. Dan Merle now regains the lead over Ethan by two points. Two points, so now we get into round number three. It is the betting round. Get excited, Christian, because we're going to Vegas. It Not is. literally. No, we're close enough, but look, this is a back and forth, and we only have a two-point lead here by the champion going into round number three. How's it work? We're going to Barstow. <laughs> I ain't going to no Barstow. You know where that's from? Place your bets, folks. Just going to breeze right over that. <laughs> Each competitor is going to place a wager of points. You may wager as many as three points. You may wager as little as zero points. One points and two points, also acceptable bets. How do we get that bet? Well, we're going to spin that wheel one more time. Once that wheel settles on a slice, Christian will ask one question. Before he asks the question, you will make your wager, depending on how confident you are in the slice that was spun. We will get all wagers and make note of it before the question is asked. Once we ask the question, write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever writing surface you prefer. You got a lot of strategy here now, too, because if you're Ethan, what do you do? Do you go for two? Do you go for three? And try to try to hit that three to try to take a lead. If does Dan bet safe? It's it's a very tricky strategy at the moment. And if you're Dan Merle, who has the honor of spinning the wheel, do you spin it as hard as you can, or do you maybe spin it a little softer just to make sure it doesn't break? <laughs> All right, here is the spin by the champion. All right. Whee! All right, all right. Somewhere in the middle. That was a good, that was a good hearty spin. It was somewhere in the middle. Dan has been working out in the Southeast. Whatever we land on here, that's the question that we're gonna get. And it looks like we're going right back. Nope, this time we're going to Halle Berry. Halle Berry Films. All right, so, so based off of that spin, they're gonna, all right, we're going to get the uh, wagers real quick. Dan, can we see your board, please, for the, for the judges? If you have your point total, how many you're betting, show us the, over here. Yeah, just make sure we get a quick look at it. Thank Great. you, sir. And then Ethan. Thank Great. you, sir. Okay. All right, gentlemen. Here you go. Categories Halle Berry. Christian, what hath ye wrought? <laughs> how many roles does Halle Berry play? in the 2012 sci-fi drama, Cloud Atlas. We're gonna give you 20 seconds. Yeah, 20 seconds. <laughs> we should probably give you two hours. That's a good one. Good question. Thank you. Yeah. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Champion, how many points? I bet three points. And you said? I said three. Ethan, how many points? Uh, three points. And you said? I said five. 
Answer was six. Oh, oh. So both losing three points. Both okay. losing three. But you're not losing position against your opponent necessarily. No. You can not capitalize on Dan missing because Ethan also missed. So it is still a two-point game in favor of the reigning champion of the world, Dan Merle. Crazy. They both lost the three. Both, neither one of them picking up an advantage. And now we get to the buzzer round. Now, if you saw it at Collision, it was an equalizer. What is it going to do here for this championship round? Mark, what are the rules for the speed round? I'm no soothsayer. That's the psychic across the street. But what I can tell you is that those buzzers are going to light up if you think you have a correct answer. But be careful because we're asking five questions in this round. Each question's worth a point. If you think you know it, go ahead and hit that buzzer. If it lights up green in your favor, I'm going to say your name out loud. Once I do, you have exactly two seconds. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, to speak the correct answer into the microphone. If you get the question correct, like I said, you get a point. However, if you miss the question, you lose a point. So choose wisely, as a famous knight once said. Christian will be administering the questions. I will be off to the side, alerting him as to which competitor hit green first. I can actually just see it from here. Can you? Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Here we go. Here is the first question. Who directed the films Rocky V, Happy New Year, and... Ethan. Uh, John Avildsen. That is correct. All right. Question two. What year saw the release of the following films? Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, Die Hard... Ethan. 1995. Yes. Two points for Ethan. Which actress appears in the films Above Suspicion, Big Trouble in Little China, and... Ethan. Uh, Kim Cattrall. Yes. <laughs> Which actor appeared in the films Almost Famous, Enemy of the State, and Mallrat? Ethan. Jason Lee. Yes. <laughs> He's smoking. He's got all four so far. Last one. What franchise features the characters Frank Catton, Terry Benedict, The Amazing... Dan. The Oceans franchise. Yes. All right, so Dan Murrow cleans up the round, but before then, it was all Ethan on the dance floor. Four points for Ethan, one point for Dan, and apparently a broken glass somewhere. And so a lot of action here in the lightning round, but what it all shakes out to is Dan Murrow and Ethan Irwin taking in one of the best championship matches we've seen into round five. All right, so it is 15-14, the challenger with a one-point lead going into the fifth and final round, the championship round. All right, Mark, great speed round by the challenger there. Gets himself in position, and now we have the fifth and final round. How's it go? In round number five, the round that will determine the match and the fate of the belt, like where it's going to reside for the next little while. We need some help from our competitors. Three questions will emerge, and so your help will be in the form of numbers. We need three numbers from each of you. These numbers may range from one to 20. You may not pick the same numerals as your opponent, as each integer corresponds to a unique category of Schmodown mystery. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your final question is worth five of the biggest points of your belted career. Dan Murrow is the champ. But Ethan Irwin finds himself with the lead after the speed round. So Ethan, you will give us your three lucky numbers first. From one to 20, what feels fortunate? I will go uh, 15, 10, and one. 15, 10, and one for Ethan and for Dan Merle. I'm gonna go four, eight, 13. Four, eight, and 13 for the champion. All right, the champion will go first here, category four. Starts Dan Merle off with horror films. Horror films for Dan Merle. All right, Dan, for your two-point question in the realm of horror, what film gave us the famous images, images of blood pouring out of an elevator? The Shining. For two points, Dan Merle. And right. just like that, Dan Merle has the lead over Ethan Irwin once again, so we pivot to Ethan's first question for two points and to regain the lead. Ethan chose category 15 for his first question, and that 
for the 1980s movies. 1980s movies. 1980s. Ethan, I believe you were on Earth for a little of that decade. I would say a lot of that decade. All right, it's been a fair amount of time in the 1980s. Here's a question about a movie that did the same. For two points and to regain the lead, who directed the 1980 film Raging Bull? Uh, Martin Scorsese. That is a quick answer and a correct one. Ethan's back on top, big time, by one. All right, so now we bounce back to the champion. He chose category eight. Category eight for Dan Merle. Scores and soundtracks. Scores and soundtracks for Dan Merle. Dan, here is your three-point question in the realm of scores and soundtracks. What legendary Western film composer composed the following 80s movies? The Mission, The Untouchables, and Cinema Perito. Ennio Morricone. Yes, sir. That is three points for Dan Merle. All right, so Dan Merle regaining the lead once again, this time by two points. So we go back to Ethan for his chance to regain the lead with his three-pointer. Ethan, you selected number 10, and that corresponds to, as chance happens, another decade. We know you were around for the 80s. Were you alive in the 2000s? I, yes, yes, I was He there. was, he yeah. was. We have confirmation from his manager. So we go to your three-pointer, which could give you the lead over the current champ in the category of the 2000s. Jason Biggs, Allison Hannigan, January Jones, and Fred Willard all appear in what 2003 comedy sequel? Five, four, three. Is it American Wedding? That's his final answer, and it is correct for three points. All right, Ethan Irwin's on top again. You know what that means, Christian. So here's where we stand. Dan Merle has to hit his five-pointer. He hits it, it bounces back to Ethan. However, if Dan Merle does not hit his five, Ethan Irwin is the new movie trivia showdown champion. Dan Merle chose category 13. Category 13 for Dan. Dan, that's Tom Cruise films. Tom Cruise is the five-pointer for Dan Merle. All right, Dan. For your five-point question, here it is. Dan Tom Cruise played a cocky character named Vincent Luria in which 1986 film? The Color of Money. That is correct. For five points. All right. Big, big answer there. That is the resolve of a champion. Will he remain champion? It all comes down to the five-pointer of Ethan Irwin to determine that. If Ethan hits this question, he gets the belt. If he misses, Dan retains the championship belt yet again. A lot riding on this five-pointer from Ethan. He selected category one, Christian. That would put him with action-adventure, action-adventure, and here is the question. Mark, action adventure. For five points in the win and the belt. What film from director Andrew Davis stars Keanu Reeves on the run after being framed for treason and murder? Dan, this has been a hell of a game and um... I just, I feel like the belt should be in California for a little bit. It's chain reaction. And your winner and new movie trivia showdown champion of the world once again, Ethan Emotion on Ethan Irwin. It's all pouring the out of him. The the champion. Here look comes the bell. Well earned, Christian, the guy holds it in. He 
stays composed through the whole match, as does his manager. But when it's all said and done, you see him hoisting the belt. You see the emotion on his face. You see it all pouring out of him. That's how much this game, this sport means to him, to us, to everybody watching around the world, to all the great folks here in our live studio audience. It's coming villainy. This is the stuff champions are made of. What a battle it was. What a match. I mean, it went every which way from Dan Merle in the first round, perfect round, back and forth in the second round. No one got it right in the third. Ethan with that amazing speed round. That's what won him the game was the speed round. Again, the equalizer. See you later, Fast Money. And it's all about, this is what I'm talking about. This is why this battle, that's why this absolute fight was incredible. What a match it was. Ethan Irwin takes the title and now it ain't over for him. He's got Marisol McKee next month. That is a quick turnaround for a champion and a formidable opponent. Ethan going up against Marisol. Lady Justice taking on big time once again for the belt. It was the very first time that we saw Ethan and Dan play each other. That set off a chain reaction that let us all think, this is not the last time we're gonna see these no. two tussling for possibly at all one day. The color of money is green, but today it's all about the gold that is on that belt that now adorns the shoulder of Ethan Big Time Irwin. Well, they're two and two against each other, you know? So, and now this is a spot that Dan Merle has been, he's going back into that tournament now. Now he goes into the tournament. <laughs> Nobody wants to see him in that tournament. Probably not. He, they're gonna be seeing him, but now can he get back to Ethan? Can Ethan hold on to the title to get to Spectacular? And can we see it for a fifth time at Spectacular to settle the score? I mean, there's so many options and so many things, but Steph Sabra is standing by with the new movie trivia showdown champion of the world, Ethan Irwin and Sam Levine. I'm here with the new movie trivia showdown champion of the world. Of the world. Ethan, congratulations. How are you feeling after an epic win against the GOAT, Dan Merle? I mean, look, Dan is always going to be the GOAT. This doesn't change that. I mean, it, I, I, disbelief, just absolute disbelief. This, you know, I've been having a great year. It's been going great, but you know, momentum only takes you so far. I, I am just so excited. I have an awesome, awesome faction. They've helped me study so much. You know, some of the things that we studied even weeks ago, I was like, oh, great, this is coming back. And it's just, I, and, and it's, it's incredible. I'm, I'm really overwhelmed. It's like, you know, I try to always be, like be cool and calm and like, uh, yeah, this is, it's crazy. I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. I saw you put two fists up in the air. I was like, yes, Ethan, get it. That was really exciting to watch go down. Sam, you've been the champion. Now you are managing a player with that belt. How does that feel? Uh, it feels incredible. I mean, this is the suspect's first belt. It's about time. Uh, Let's go! And uh, honestly, I feel like this is the first of many. These are champion caliber players, every single one of them. And I keep saying we are led by Ethan and Liz and Drew, and they put their best foot forward, and everyone else follows their lead. And now we got Paige over here who's kicking some butt. So I love what Ethan was able to accomplish here today, and it is the beginning of a truly great season for us. Ethan, it was really exciting to watch you come back from round one, round two, and then that speed round, you just killed it. What, were you nervous at all going into that? Did you know that's where you could collect those points? Uh, you know what, uh, Sam and I talked about it, we were just like, this, uh, this is where I've got to do it. This is where I've got to like make up the difference. So, you know, even if I think I know it, even if it's just going to be a guess, go for it, try and get as many points as possible, so. Sam, before this match, what were you talking to Ethan about? What was the mentality going into it? I was just asking him where the best taco place is here in Hollywood. Um, and we had some differing views on it. It, it almost came to blows. But uh, no, the, the real answer is I was just trying to remind him of exactly where he was in the game points-wise, how many JTEs he had. Of course, we can challenge anything. But like he said, I said, look, it's the speed round, man. It's the equalizer. So if you think you know it, go for it. And he knew it. Well, I hope you revel in the win today, but next month, moving forward, you're gonna take on Marisol McKee. What are your thoughts on that match? I mean, I, I guess I should get as much time with this as I can then. Because, yeah. yeah, she's great. Uh, no, I mean, and, and seeing her win over Kevin Smith and just, yeah, no, it's, uh, she's scary. Obviously, I played her in teams, but it's a whole different ball game. So I, I'm excited to do it. I think she's phenomenal. She's future of the league, so uh, can't wait to do it. You said that belt needed to be in LA, in California for a little bit. Do you know where you're gonna hang it? I don't yet. I have to. I have to figure it out. I, I didn't think that far ahead. So yeah, I gotta. I'll, I'll work it out this week. Well, congrats again to the usual suspects, Ethan. Congratulations. Thank you. Back to you at the desk.
Last interview there from the new movie trivia showdown champion of the world, Ethan. Ethan Irwin. Irwin, ladies and gentlemen. And what a match it was, and what a battle. I mean, this, these two guys, they're two and two, and I feel, again, this is not, a lot, not the last time we're going to see them, but it's, it always no. happens like that. It's like a seesaw battle back and forth. You never know who's going to win. It doesn't matter who's in the lead, even up to the last question. You never know what's going to happen with these two guys. That's why they're great. That's yeah. why they're on the – I hate to have the Mount Rushmore. It's really tough to just pick four people, especially when I'm already three of the people on Mount Rushmore, sure. the Schmodown. And so Ethan Irwin there saying, look, I'm going to hang on to this belt as long as I can because he knows Marisol McKee has game to spare. She's ready to play. He wants that belt in California. It may not be in California for too much longer. She's got that level of talent. We'll see how that plays out. In the meantime, we are now going to throw back to Steph Sabra for an interview with, again, a multiple champion and always classy in victory or defeat, Dan Merle and Adam Witt of the Dungeon. With the GOAT Dan Merle, now former champion, but five-time champion. What is the plan moving forward? What's the thoughts? Are you coming back for the six? I mean, yeah, there's a singles tournament that's, I believe, uh, there's a slot open for me in it, and I've got uh, a faction. I'm not just playing for myself anymore. I'm playing for this faction. I need to make up the ground that I could have made up today. So uh, if there's any question about what I'm doing next, the answer is I'm going into the singles tournament. I'm going to win. Yeah, I think everyone is excited to see that because you put on one heck of a match today. How are you feeling about your performance after that with Ethan? I mean, it's a one-point game. So you're going to sit and you're going to nitpick every decision that you made. I was very confident in my wheel spin. I do not regret betting three. I'd bet three again right now if you spun Halle Berry on that wheel. It was just a tougher question. That speed round, Ethan, I mean, he played aggressive. He played what you needed to do. There's a few of those I didn't know. There was one that I hesitated a split second on that I wish, you know, maybe I should have buzzed in. But again, that's, the, that's one point here and there. Um, you can sit and nitpick your game all you want. Uh, when it comes down to one point, do I go with my gut on Spike Lee? But the fact of the matter is this was, uh, I know, uh, a worthy opponent, obviously, and this is how these games go. And I've had plenty that fall my way, plenty. Um, and so I just, you know, obviously I wish I could keep the streak alive of defending the belt, but I don't really know if there's anyone else that's got a shot at playing five years and, 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 never, and failing to defend a belt on their fifth year. So I'm, I'm still proud of that record. Yeah, that's definitely something to be proud of. It is always an honor to watch you play. But Adam, I know before we started this interview, you were saying how proud you were of how he competed tonight. I, I, you couldn't change a thing in that match, honestly. Yeah, like he said, you could nitpick, but it, through every part of the strategy seemed written to to take him to victory. And I wouldn't wouldn't change a thing in that. But yeah, just the little when you're in a championship match, when you're playing at Dan Merle's level and Ethan's level, it comes down to these razor thin margins. And it's been my honor to train alongside this man, to stand behind him over there and to watch this happen. Great job, Dan. Great job. How can you not love Dan? After this loss, you said that you're already ready to get back into the singles tournament. Is there any different strategy you'll be taking into that? Um not get TKO'd in the second round, like I did in the only other tournament I went into. Uh, no, I mean, I think it's, it's very, you know, to a certain extent, the game's the game, but I think a lot of it is opponent-based. So I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna see who I have to face. And um, as I said many, many times, I know more than anybody, there's no such thing as an underdog match on any given game, anything can happen. And so whoever I'm facing, I'm gonna be ready and they better be ready for my A game. Well, I can't wait to see that. And I'm sure everyone can't wait to see that as well. Mark Christian, back to you. Well, as you see, obviously, Dan, you know, that's, that's what, why Dan is so great. You hear him there. He's like, look, Ethan did what he needed to do in that speed round. I didn't. He won. And then he said exactly what you expect Dan Merrill <laughs> to say. I'm going in the tournament, and I'm going to win it. Like, that's why he is considered by most people as the greatest to ever play this game for the way that he plays and the determination. And you know you're going to see that determination when he enters the singles tournament. And you're right. I wouldn't want to be that person going... Oh, great. I got Dan Merle. Oh, that's a tough yeah. draw. It's, it's like you look draw. at the NCAA tournament. It's like drawing Duke and Carolina and Kansas all together on yeah. one court facing you. That's how good he is. And Dan Merle, look, the guy flew in. He got a quick nap. He competed. Didn't go his way. He looks like he's ready to start the tournament right now. I'm sure he is because it's so funny. Last year, if Dan would have beaten Excuse me, if Dan would have lost to Ethan, he would have been in the tournament. But because Dan beat Ethan, right. Ethan was in the tournament, and now the roles have reversed. So these two are just playing the same game over and over. But you mentioned beforehand, 
Lady Justice Marisol McKee is 5-1, and, and she is the first lady to be playing for the championship since Clark Wolf in 2018. This is going to be some kind of fight next month. What a match it's going to be. Marisol McKee, Ethan Irwin, and that's going to happen. Mark, it's already set in stone. It's going to happen on September 17th. That's when it's going down, September 17th. Marisol McKee versus Ethan Irwin. And then the winner of that, they're not going to get much rest because they, either Marisol McKee or Ethan Irwin, is defending that title in New York. That's right. On October Woo! 9th, tickets on sale to SchmodownLive.com. Either Ethan Irwin or Marisol McKee will be defending the championship in New York. September 17th, I'll be back from Vegas, out of rehab by then, so I can call that match. And then we go to New York, and anything can happen in New York, including this guy doing stand-up. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun coming up here for the remainder of the Movie Trivia Schmodown Season 8 War. And you talk about battles, we got to witness one here today. And what a way to kick off our series here at Scum and Villainy in the heart of Hollywood. Hollywood Boulevard is right out there. I used to live in an apartment a stone's throw from here, and it's just nice to be back home in Scum and Villainy, next to you, calling a match with a great studio audience. This is what the Schmodown feels like, and it's also a pretty good display of movie trivia knowledge. 100%. Once again, thank you to J.C. Reifenberg and the wonderful people here at Scum and Villainy Cantina. Thank you to our great crew. Our Skybound crew. Our Let Skybound. them hear it out there. To everybody, the great competitors, the managers, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, you so much. Me, it's the Mark Ellis. You guys, Jen we love Sturzer. you today. We'll see you next time on the Movie Trivia Schmodown! <laughs>